1: This episode is brought to you by Striving for Eternity's Ministry. Their very own Andrew Brappenport has wrote a book called What Do We Believe? This book is $5 off for all bar listeners if you type in the code BAR. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the bar, come on and pull up a seat, and open up your bible, what a wonderful feast, the living bread, and we're discussing what it means for the streets, the inner cities, and the burbs, and every person we meet, it's where we challenge world views, that we hear from world news, in light of the scripture, we are here to serve you, we are your source for resources, to help you on your way, as you battle mean forces, this is for the people who can see the importance, of sound theology, and the scripture that supported. it, and this is for the truth lovers, biblically and preaching Christ to the Nations, yeah. Welcome to the modern reformation. Yeah, the bar, biblical and reformed. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building, right back in here. Another Tuesday. Super excited. Your favorite podcast coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, through your Alexa. Your favorite podcast you listen to every Tuesday. And again, I come with another awesome guest um before i jump into who this guest is like i always like to start the show big shout out to the listeners those that subscribe to the bar those that share the bar those that buy bar gear people that just rock with us hardcore man we really appreciate you guys this cannot be possible without you uh sure i started it on with my my own money but definitely the support and the love has uh propelled the podcast much further than i ever anticipated so big hats off and shout out to you guys. And today, uh, super excited to bring on this uh, awesome guest. Actually was able to meet this guy at G3. Had the pleasure of meeting him. Great, great guy to hang out with. And um, before I make him blush, I'm going to bring him on. How are you, Mr. Brian? How are you? Hey, Dwayne. How you doing, man? Thanks for having me. Oh, man. I'm doing great, man. I got you on the show, man. Super excited, Brian. So what we're going to do right here, I'm going to give you the floor to uh introduce yourself um anything you want to share personal professional uh and then kind of kind of prelude to what we're going to talk about today in your introduction which i'm sure you will anyway
0: absolutely thank you so much it was an honor to meet you at uh, g3 that was my first g3 uh that i've been at and i uh, hope to, to keep going back uh just amazing stuff but um yeah man um my name is Brian Nine, and uh, I usually like to start off, I'm a grateful believer of God and the Bible. I'm a born-again follower of Jesus Christ, and I'm powered by the person of the Holy Spirit. And apart from Him, I can do nothing. That includes talking to you today on this podcast. <laughs> um, just a little bit about my story. Um, man, Jesus Christ just radically changed my life eight and a half years ago, and, and I'm just so thankful. Uh, but that early 44 and a half years, man, uh, was really structured around evil in my life um was just uh not good at all. Uh sexual immorality, adultery, drunkenness, you name it. Um and and the Lord just cracked me hard uh about eight and a half years ago and uh just got me on my knees, uh opened up a Bible that I kinda had and said, All right, Lord, if this is true, make it come alive. And and that word is just absolutely uh come alive. And and through that conversion, um, you know, as my life before was structured around evil, coming into the new world and this new, you know, creation that I, that I read about really needed to structure my life around Christ. And what does that mean? Um, so got around a lot of good men, uh, a, a small group of men that just came out of a great banquet weekend. And, um, I just kind of said, all right, I don't know what to do. Uh, I got this new faith. I'm kind of on fire. What do I do? And they just started plugging me in, uh, started plugging me into men's small groups. I uh, did some men's ministry breakfasts, got into some Bible studies through the week, um, and then I just said, well, that's good, but what else can I do? And I had a couple brothers uh, that were in the prison ministry, and one brother, Jeff, uh, who will probably listen to this, got to give him a shout-out, uh, one of my Pauls in my life, <laughs> um, got me into uh, Pendleton Youth Prison uh, here in Pendleton, Indiana and um then i had another brother kirby who got me into the jesus house which is a transition place here in indianapolis for those in, in uh incarcerated in a downtown jail that they go through a uh, uh, religious uh studies throughout when they come out they can kind of get into a, a house to transition them uh into the world so we started doing services down there and that was about uh eight years ago and have slowly been surely just uh entrenched uh, on prison ministry uh and, and going through Uh, Some of my life changes, I'm sure we'll talk about, um, you know, really just got involved, got involved with an organization called Kairos Prison Ministry, uh, which goes into the maximum security uh, at Pendleton here. And we do a four-day weekend, uh, actually two four-day weekends a year uh, to go in there and just show God's love uh, unconditionally uh, on those brothers in a dark place and just show them they're not forgotten and uh, just love them and watch God transform right in front of our eyes. So just been doing that. We kind of talked about prison ministry. That's kind of where I'm at right now and uh, just trying to grow every single day and uh, serve him wherever he's calling me. And it's just one area he's got.
1: Amen, brother. Amen. Yeah, I, you know, I really appreciate um, your your genuineness and your love. I, I witnessed that uh, when I was uh when I met you at G three, and when you told me that you was in the prison ministry, I can honestly say I wasn't surprised, just because of the 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 realness of you know just just your your character. It, it almost seems like a perfect fit. Um, so you kind of yeah. gave us the uh, the broad brush of you know uh, how you how you got in there and everything. Let let let's before we get into actual parts of the prison mm-hmm. ministry. Uh, as far as your transition, and I know you talked, to, you shouted out a brother. Uh, what would you say um, was very, I guess, influential uh, after you sat down, you know, and said, you know, is this real? What would you say was very influential in your transition into just understanding the Bible and understanding the theology? What was one of those pinnacle moments?
0: Uh, I, I would say uh, one getting in the word um, actually was mm. challenged. Um, I had read the Bible. Right. Um, but someone said, "Have you read the Bible from from cover to cover?" And I had not, so I was challenged by Jeff actually at a men's breakfast to um, have you read through from Genesis 1 all the way to Revelation. So I got into a 90-day plan and read through, which was pretty quick. Um, but then the next year, I decided, "Let me just take the year uh, Bible in a year plan. Let's just go through the the whole in a year." So this is the ninth year in a row I'm doing the Bible in a year, and I would say that absolutely has a foundation. Um, Just getting in the word, not just the word, but get the word getting into me uh, and, and, mm. and really using that to have that foundation was A, number one. Um, and then number two is fellowship and, and just having godly men in my life. Uh, I always say kind of structure your life around, have, have a Paul, right, that can help you, that's ahead of you, get you some Timothy that you can then pour into, right? Everybody needs a Barnabas or three, right, to get around you
1: and then have a <laughs> Nathan,
0: right? And they'd have a Nathan prop in your mm-hmm. life that could uh, point out that you are that man and, and someone that can be real with you. And if you can just have that foundation of, man, you talk about just growth that'll challenge you, hold you accountable, um, and, and just um, just catapult you to that next level. Uh, and th- th- those are the two biggies for me, the word, uh, and then genuine uh, uh, male uh, friendship uh, and, and brotherhood mm-hmm. to help drive it.
1: Right. No, that's, that's cool. So, Tell me about um, your first experience uh, in the prison. Um, you know, when you first, your first time going in, you know, the feeling, you know, people that may be thinking about it or maybe, you know, praying about it. Tell me about that. And then we're going to talk to talk about, you know, after that, we'll talk about like, you know, spending, I guess, whole weekends in there and, and stuff like that. But talk, yeah. let's talk about the first.
0: Well, f- first of all, with prisons, it gets real, real quick. Um, <laughs> it's uh it is everything you've ever seen, uh, in movies. And then some, um, it's just got a unique feel, uh, of any place I've ever been in my life. Uh, and, and if you truly are a converted believer and believe, uh, you know, what I am without Christ and, and the evil, uh, that was in that I'm no different. Uh, they just happen to get caught. Um, mm. that you can just represents. you can come in there with a different, um, attitude, uh, is what we all try to do as a team when we go in there. But, you go through the, the sally ports, right, with the door clanking behind you and then the door opening up in front. You've always got armed guards uh, around. So I, I've never, in my years, ever felt unsafe um, mm-hmm. in that place at all. So it's not a, I wouldn't, I mean, you're still in prison, right? So I mean, I'm not saying it's it's completely, uh, but I've never had a fear uh, ever. You, you always have uh, guards and, and, and stuff around, but um, nothing ever like that. So, But it's just it just gets real. And it's a it's a dark sadness, I guess, would be um, the word I would use. Uh, Just, you know, just a lost. uh, And once you talk to some of these men that have just been left behind by their families, just kind of left them to rot by, you know, by society, um, just forgotten. Um, They're just, um, you know, looking to be loved, man. And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, just to be to be heard. I think one of the things we learn, um, which we'll get into a little bit, but you know, we, we like to listen, listen, love, love is our theme,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and just to go in and mm-hmm. listen to them and treat them like a a name and a face, not a number, uh, is is massively uh, impactful uh, to them, and, and to go just love on right. them and just give the unconditional love uh, that Christ gives us every day. Um, but yeah, nice. it just it's it's nothing to be afraid of, especially um, you if you're going in with a team um all but it, it is definitely you want to be prayed up it's something you want to go in in prayer you want to go in in unity and fellowship um because you are fighting some some dark forces in there and and uh you mm-hmm. know it's a battlefield spiritual battlefield
1: right yeah I, i've actually uh did, did a, a little bit of prison ministry um and at a previous church and i know uh one of our brothers virgil does it as well um on some weekends so Let's talk about, um, because you just recently did one of those, uh, couple of day stints or whatever, uh, in there. Let's talk about, you know, that part as far as, um, how how was that time spent in there? Uh, what I mean, are you literally in there for three or four days? Like, like give me some explanation on that, and then also uh, any experiences or testimonies you might want to share.
0: Okay. Yeah. So this is a Kairos prison ministry. Uh, it's a four day, actually three and a half day event. We go in on a Thursday. Uh, we do not spend the night. Uh, so it's a Thursday okay. <laughs> through Sunday. Uh, yeah, we were, we were getting about six thirty in the morning. We get out about eight or nine. Uh, and then we stay, most of us stay at a, a church that's neighboring, uh, at Pendleton, uh, in Pendleton, Indiana. Um, so we have a couple of churches that, that host this and we do the whole, you know, air mattress and, and sleeping in offices, but, um it, it's just a three and a half day weekend uh we have uh, usually about 36 participants which which are the inmates that come in and we'll typically have between 40 and 42 of our team kairos uh that goes to work whether they be inside the prison or we have four or five that have that have to cook all the meals uh outside and we have to ship those in every every meal time so uh it's quite a bit of a undertaking uh to do so it's not something we just you know we only do two times a year and we probably prepare anywhere between six to eight weeks prior uh, to come together as a team to form, you know, formation meetings and prayer and and get everybody on the same page. Uh, but it's multiple churches that are involved. Um, so just come together uh, as a team to serve twice a year. But so three and a half days. Have you ever done a great banquet, Dwayne, or, or a great banquet weekend or a or Emmaus Walk or any one of those kind of
1: weekends? No, Yourself? no, sir. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, I have no, not. No, it's
0: all good. <laughs> You're good. I I, I would recommend if you ever get a chance, but it's just easier if you had, but um, it's all designed. There's tables, right? Each table, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, uh, Paul, and everybody has a table of of six uh, inmates. And we have three of our team at each table. We have a table leader, an assistant leader and clergy at every table. And then we have a a, a number of talks throughout the weekend um, that everything from just introducing them to the concept of God and then all the way through a forgiveness uh, and the end uh, as well. So in 12 different talks, uh, the the men hear the talk and, the, and they write down notes and they talk about it at the table after it's over and discuss what it meant to them. And then we always we have a little um, poster board we're given as well. So then they can, as a team and a table, they draw what that ta- that talk meant to them. So it's meant to hit them kind of, you know, in the ears and they write it down and then they're able to kind of put it into uh, art form and then they present what that means back. So it's really about understanding the mm. talk and what's it mean to them so they can make it real. Um, and then we go through and we actually feed them, and most of the guys come in, and a lot, you know, before the weekend starts, they kind of stand up and introduce themselves. And I would say, you know, three out of every five, I would guess that's six out of ten, right, whatever number. But we would be – say the Lord is coming for the food, right? They've heard it's kind of a good weekend, <laughs> and, and they know it's spiritual of some sort, but really they, they just come for the food. Because we do feed them like crazy, right? But that's just the bait. But um, so they come for the food, and then God just has different plans and, and and just rocks their world. And no matter what level they are, we actually also have non-Christians that can come through. So we've had some Muslim, some Hebrew Israelites, some Morris, uh some other uh, uh, faiths that come through. Now, they do know uh, that it is a Christian event. They know that uh, Jesus Christ will be proclaimed. And they are not to be disruptive uh, uh, along those lines, um, but uh, they are welcome to come through. And we've had we've had a few that decided to to come the other direction. So praise the Lord for that. Um, so, <laughs> wow. you know, it's all about kind of meeting where they are, proclaiming the mm-hmm. truth, and then just trying to move them, you know, let God move them a, a notch or two, wherever they are. We've had some, you know, come to faith all the way. We've had some that didn't really believe and said, you know what, because of your guys' love, you made it real, I'm gonna check this thing out, right? So no matter where they are, it's designed just to kind of love on them and get them through. Um, We do a lot of things called agape love. We will do, um, we have a prayer chart that we have for the three and a half days. We got people all over the world praying for these guys and we print it up and they're actually touched that people all over the world are praying for them. We bring in over 3,000 dozen cookies so um we feed them a lot of cookies but they're all handmade from from the outside community uh so that they get you know uh, to love on these guys as well maybe they they don't can't go in or the women can't go in uh, but they can help with the cookies to to help pray in those cookies and uh, so they're touched by that we write them handwritten letters uh, to the guys like i would write 36 handwritten letters to each participant and they get those in the ceremony, and some of these guys just absolutely break down crying. They've never, they've been in there 10, 15 years, and they've got, they've not gotten one piece of mail uh, from their family, and this might be their first letter uh, that they've gotten. Uh, so absolutely, just touches them uh, that way. So there's just things you do throughout, again, just to show the unconditional love of God and, and what He can do. And then as a, as myself, just going in um you know a lot of people ask me what it's like i said you know it's it's similar to what i think when i read about the israelites being backed against the red sea you know uh uh, egyptians are coming hard and and their lead our leader moses goes up raises the staff now god parts the red sea and we get to walk across dry ground we participate in that miracle right we didn't do anything that's very similar to this you get to participate Mm. in this miracle have no idea what's going on but you get to walk right through and just see it go down. man. it's just absolutely unbelievable.
1: Awesome. Awesome stuff, man. I have two more questions, uh, before we go to the break, uh, just cause, uh, this is kind of near and dear. Um, I have a couple of classmates, man, that, uh, about two or three years ago I decided to start writing and, and just checking up on. So, so this is it's near and dear. Um, my, my first question before, before the break is, um, are are you seeing or witnessing? I know you mentioned Hebrew Israelites. Are are any of those guys? uh, You know, I guess coming to any of the meetings and and challenging you on you know on your faith or or because I know when I went to prison ministry, you know they were like, okay, if you're Christian, you come; if not, you can stay. Are any of those guys coming through just to kind of you know challenge you or 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 anything like that?
0: <laughs> Absolutely, funny you said that. Uh, so we are. As a as a team member, you are paired up with one uh, inmate that's kind of like your guy to get him acclimated in. You know, so we're all one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And just last fall, and, and I started reading this uh, uh, book because of this, um, What Every Christian Should Know About the Quran by Dr. James White. And, and just for that reason, and, and what a blessing it was, because this gentleman came in loaded for bear. Um, he mm-hmm. wanted to challenge a Christian and I just happened to be that target. Um, and, and, but in in a, in a nice way, but he came loaded with scripture and, and his whole family was Christian and told him, you know, condemned him, go to hell and, and was all, you know, just absolutely against him. And uh, so one of our things is just listen, listen, love, love. And, and so when we sat down, I just let him go, but I kept asking questions and, and I had just enough of knowing the context of what some of the scriptures he was pulling out. I can't remember exactly which ones right now, but he would, he would say a scripture to use it against Christianity. I said, well, you know, wait a minute, uh, you know, what about the con-? and just ask him some questions about the context and, and love him through that and, and not really condemn him for it, but then was able to love throughout. And all of us were able to then jump on and, and just absolutely love him, uh, like that. And, you know, in his last testimony for four days, he did not renounce, uh, uh, you know, Islam. Uh, but he said, you know, I've never seen Christians like this before. And, and I appreciate, So he stayed in contact with the program afterwards. I don't know where he's at, but it was definitely a seed planted um, that he had, you know, found fight before where he found some love and some answers. But, you know, we never buckled on the truth, Uh, but it was also, you know, grace and truth I was able to at least listen to. So, you know, not only do we have the weekend after the weekend, there's weekly meetings called Prayer and Share, what they can plug into. They have monthly reunions. So this is just not a one weekend kind of pep rally and then we're gone. This is an ongoing community or church that we're building within the walls. And there's about two, 250 right now in Pendleton that, that are part of that inside community. Once they graduate the weekend, they can plug into and keep that on going. So um, this has been about 11 years and, and going. So praise the Lord and, and and hopefully keep on going. we got one coming up in October again. And we just uh, keep doing what we're doing and, and, and building a community in that place and just show them
1: that they're loved. Nice, nice. So that guy was, uh, I guess, Nation of Islam, which is very prevalent in on in the Black uh, prison community. But what about the Hebrew Israelite? That's that's what I was I was asking. Oh, have you? Have so, any... mean,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. We have uh, those uh, as well. And, and I had not really had any uh, dealings with Hebrew Israelite at all in, until my okay. my going into prison. Uh, but yeah, I got to learn uh, some of that uh I've not I don't know of any that have uh converted uh, but I knew I do know a few that have come through and are still investigating and, and still participating mm-hmm. in the in the program uh which tells me that they're still you know their their hearts have been pricked and, and and they're moving forward uh to see and just let the gospel uh do its work it's the power anyway right so um let right. the gospel be told and and uh let it do its work and just keep loving on them
1: That's right. Good stuff, man. So right here, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. We live in a time where many want to avoid theology, thinking it's not necessary for Christian life. This can't be further from the truth. The book, What Do We Believe?, is a great systematic theology starter for new believers, yet it's still full of so much theology, it will quickly become a reference or source for mature Christians. You can find this book at strivingforeternity.org. Use the code BAR to get $5 off. Go now. All right, in here with my main man, Brian. I'm excited. Good stuff, man. Uh, Definitely a great guy. we will make sure we put Brian's uh, Twitter account in the show notes so you can uh, holler at him and and any other thing he wants to – to put in the show notes, uh, cause mainly cause Brian reposts a lot of bar stuff and tag us. So we are just promoting him so we can promote ourselves. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, B what we're going to do on the back end, man is, uh, what we call the bar signature questions. And this week, uh, I don't know when the show is going to drop, but, uh, when this mm-hmm. show drops, uh, be excited to, uh, hear the response because, uh, again, I, I first hats off to you for you know just being in the prison ministry um like i said it's it's uh definitely a, a heart string of mine um and, and just grateful for you to take an opportunity to be on the show so no uh we'll jump right into the questions the first signature bar question is what kind of music do you listen to
0: oh you know i i i, I... A lot of your guests say everything, and I hate to follow the crowd, man. <laughs> um, but but one, of the, one of the things I did change dramatically was in, in this whole structure of life around Christ peace, music was a big thing. And I, I just couldn't listen to some of the old stuff I was listening to anymore. You know, I had new ears, and, and I took the 90-day uh, Christian music-only challenge and just kind of stuck with it. So, so I do listen to a lot of the modern uh, Christian uh, some. But but I go I go both in and the hymns, man. I love some good old doctrine filled hymns. Uh, I'm old school mm-hmm. like that. But like I, I fell in love with, with with Johann Sebastian Bach, right? Classical musician. Mm-hmm. When I did some research on him. He was a reformer man. He 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 was a it was a believer, and um and so he he wrote some things on his music that that showed that he was a reformed uh, theologian in, in his belief. So uh, I love me some Bach and listen to that. And then my I got a, my youngest is fifteen. I got three boys, thirty, twenty five, and fifteen. My youngest got me into Skillet, which is a Christian rock band. So kind of kind of gets crazy. Um and that's actually where I was repping the the shirt uh, at Winter Jam uh, in Indy. Uh Skillet was uh, the headliner uh there. So I, I do go all over. I try to find uh the musicians that uh you know have purpose and, and try to find out who they are. But um yeah, so that's it is all over like everybody else, but I say, you know, when no one's not listening, I'm doing I'm doing some Bach when I'm when I'm studying for sermons or something like that. But if I wanna work out or get get something in it, skillet's
1: going in. Get me amped up. Nice, nice. All right, sir. What books are you reading
0: uh well thanks to g3 uh i've got about 15 <laughs> on, on the uh, stack up and uh they got that book table where you could you could, they were giving away books and uh so yes, right I'm... now uh, rc sproul holiness of god uh going through that which mm-hmm. is absolutely rocking my world i think i mentioned earlier james white dr james white um whatever christian should know about the quran very interesting deep read uh specifically in that area and, well, I got three going, man. Sorry, I go back and forth. And then someone actually, just this weekend, I was telling them about prison ministry, and, and they recommended this. It's called Redeemed the Unredeemable. Uh, it's by T. Horn and D. Howell. Um, it's about this, they went in to show how God's working uh, with some of the biggest mass murders uh, and, and that are in prison right now. And I just started it, but it is absolutely, I mean, like the Helter Skelter, um, some of those folks that have come to Christ in, in there. Um, and just some other, I just, I'm really intrigued and I'm only about a chapter in, but already I can tell it's going to be good. So those are my three I got, I got working right
1: now. Cool. So next one is what podcasts or sermons do you listen to? (laughs)
0: Well, since I don't watch TV anymore, I I listen and watch a lot. So this one might be a little longer. Um, obviously the bar, you got me hooked on the bar, uh, since G3, I must admit. I think uh Wretched, uh Wretched Radio with Todd Friel uh is one that's probably uh listened to. Um Alpha Omega, the dividing line with Dr. James White is another podcast that's absolutely uh listened to a lot. Cross examine by Frank Turek. Uh, a lot of apologetic um training uh going through and I love Steve Austin, so the expositor um podcast, uh with some training on just how to how to bring the word. Um as far as sermons, man. Uh, I tell you, the first sermon I watched YouTube-wise uh, was Paul Washer, um, shocking youth conference, uh, absolutely rocked mm-hmm. my world, and I wanted to take that into the youth prison when I first started. And then that kind of got me on on the path of wow, what else is out here? Um, Bodie mm-hmm. Bacham has absolutely rocked my world. Uh, I, I haven't found a bad sermon of his. Uh, Dr. James White has some great debates out there uh, with Muslim. Uh, with just about anything you can imagine, he's done over hundreds of debates. Um, very helpful uh, in how to structure your your uh, arguments or discussions. Dr. Steve Lawson, uh, Francis Chan, and then uh, John MacArthur a sermon. Those those are kind of my my go-to's as far as when I need a sermon or a fill or going through a study.
1: Nice, good stuff. Man, this is going to be a little unorthodox, and I apologize, uh, but I have one more question that just came up, man, um, about prison ministry. I told you this is just something that clicks that's with right. me. Um, something I notice is, uh, you know, coming out of the charismatic Pentecostal world, a lot of uh, those guys go into the prison, too, uh, spreading, you know, not, I'll say, I won't say heresy, but just, you know, doctrine that's not biblically sound are you do you encounter any of that like talking to some guys and they you know maybe naming and claiming it or speaking to, you know what i mean like do, do you yeah. have any have you experienced any of that yeah um it's everywhere right um
0: uh, a lot of the prosperity uh as well uh all of the prosperity gospel doesn't work they got life right but um It's yes, you do see it a lot. Uh, And like you, uh, that's why I think I click with you as well. Uh, Just bringing that reformed theology, uh, uh, trying to bring that back uh, also into the prison world uh, and with our team um, and and going in and just being, again, just sola scriptura, right? Just bringing the word. uh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and, And that is what speaks to me every day. And God speaks to me, yes, through the word every day. Uh, and just a solid foundation of the gospel, uh, uh, the true gospel message, and, and and really bringing back the basic. Um, I did like a couple of the G3 uh, reform booths that are going to help me uh, get some uh, books, uh, of reform books into the prison library. So I'm working on that angle as well. And also trying to get um, some, um, not just the twice a, a, a year, but trying to get more of a consistent like a weekly service in there that's a little more reformed theology, as well as on the
1: mm-hmm.
0: potential horizon that's on the prayer list, but uh, we're working to try to work with the prison on that as well. So, um, yeah, you do, you see everything in there, man. Um, you, you get gotcha. all levels, uh, all angles. Um, but you just got to stay true, uh, to who, you know, what God's led me to do. And, um, you know, Ephesians one chosen, you know, chosen by the father, right. Redeemed by the, the son and sealed by the spirit. And, and it's just got to stick to that. And, um, uh, just again proclaim the gospel boldly and uh let it do its work.
1: Amen. Amen. Good stuff. Yeah, that came up, man, because, you know, like I said, the group that I took in there uh was not uh <laughs> preacher sound doctrine. Um and I think I was on a praise and worship team at the time and uh it was it was a mess but uh anyway that that's good man Brian i really appreciate you sir i enjoy uh first man meeting you and and making this connection and and I, and i enjoyed you on the podcast as well um and uh actually yeah i i might be coming through indianapolis soon now that i think about it so oh. we'll we'll talk about that off the air but uh anyway brother i'm going to give you the floor right here to uh to make any announcements or words of encouragement you want to leave for my listeners. Uh, and you can do that right here and just keep in mind, I'm not sure when this show is going to drop. So if it's like any time sensitive stuff, just keep that in mind, but uh, you have the space to do that right here.
0: Ah, uh, man, I, I just appreciate it. And, and really um, I heard this summary and I use this in, in on my last talk and just to, to remember uh, to rehearse uh, the gospel. Um, you know, God is so holy. I'm not. Jesus saves, Christ is my life. Um, Just a daily rehearsal and recite that to the world. Um, I like to say, you know, just if you're not there, structure your life around Christ. uh, Get some godly people around you, men, women, if you're listening. um, Serve where you're called. um, And and then just go love the least of these. And, and, you know, prison ministry is a thing. You don't have to go inside. You can do the outside stuff. Uh, But I would like to read a a quick uh, email as a close. This came from an actual participant uh, that went through a a Kairos weekend. It kind of gives you from their perspective. I know that you guys say that you get more out of this than we do, but I want you to know another perspective so you can get a proper understanding of just how much we appreciate you guys. For one moment, try to imagine your entire world being snatched out of your hands, thrown into jail, your entire family and circle and friends abandoning you and refusing to communicate with you in any way. No Christmas cards, no birthday cards, no Father's Day cards, and certainly no information to let you know how the family is doing. But God, and I love those but God moments that are littered throughout the Bible, brings a group of men into a dark place to show them that they are not forgotten, that they are worth something, and they're loved. And they hadn't experienced God before that weekend. They don't. Sorry, man. They won't be able to tell God. at the judgment that they don't know he existed. So to put it into perspective, you are the hands, feet and voice of God to a lost and hurting environment.
1: Wow. 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 That, that is awesome. And that, that's the perfect way to close Brian. Again, thank you uh, for your service. Thank you, Glenn. And, um, uh, and 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 to the listeners, hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Uh, got a little teary eyed right there. had to bring it back. All right, here we go. Have <laughs> to bring it back. Make man. sure you guys <laughs> bring it back. Bring it back. But make sure you guys, man, check out uh, uh, Brian. Man, if he's inspired you, I reach out to him, uh, get some resources, and, and dig in. If if, if I, I pray that he inspired everyone to be praying for prison ministry and praying for friends, loved ones in prison uh and, and not forgetting about a man um and, and, and big shout out to to all of the guys doing it not just in the annapolis but but everywhere uh people are doing this 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 great work that is definitely uh, needed uh, in the kingdom so a uh, big shout out to all of y'all man another great week in the books make sure you guys check out the bar podcast at thebarpodcast.com follow us on Facebook uh, just search the bar podcast Instagram and Twitter at, under, at the bar underscore podcast Brian got me all choked up I can't get my words out until next time y'all God bless we are out